Greetings, NCDAA brothers, Director of Growth and Wellness here for the NCDAA, Michelle Bannis. In creating content that will best serve the alumni of our district, I've started a series that you might have seen called Self-Care Sundays. To supplement those resources, Darren Martin, the Director of Programs, and I have partnered together to start a small podcast series to share. Each month, we'll spotlight a section of the wheel, spiritual health, emotional health, intellectual health, physical health, social health, environmental health, and financial health. The beginning of each month will include resources, a prompt, or a call to action from each of you. We invite you to engage on these posts and share your thoughts, opinions, and questions. Darren and I will then work to interview an expert in said field or a brother for our podcast to be posted at the end of the month. To start, we will feature those on our executive board of directors. I just finished my master's in higher education and I'm finally making the time to focus on my spiritual well-being. I work at the University of Mount Union, my alma mater, so I've started attending weekly chapel services on campus. Not only does this help me stay connected with the student body, but I'm also finding benefit and dedicating time to further understand the beliefs, values, and ethics that guide my life. In what ways have you all been working on your self-care? If you all want to take a moment and go around the square or go around the circle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Darren Martin here, the Director of Programs for the NCDAA. I recently graduated from the higher ed program at Michigan. So this year I'm facing the daunting transition that we all face of leaving band. Um, having been involved with the Michigan Marching Athletic Band program for the past six years, uh, as a member and as a graduate assistant, I had to realize now that I'm no longer a member. So for many of us, band is more than the opportunity to play our instruments. It's a major social outlet, a community. So moving into my professional life on the same campus, I began to realize that my friends, many of whom still are on campus, are still in the band, still rehearsing every day and still moving on without me being part of it. So thinking of my social wellness, I, I didn't want to be the guy that was in the back of the room showing up to rehearsals all the time, never really letting go. So I decided to bury myself into my work at first, a, a job that I find very fulfilling, but slowly began to realize that working all the time simply just distracted from the fact that I was missing that social outlet. It didn't really solve the problem, simply just distracted me from it. So I've been making an effort to engage with other alumni in the area, rekindling friendships with people I haven't seen throughout my time in grad school. I play board games once a week with a group of alumni and just spend time not thinking about work. It's uh, still a work in progress for me, but my desire to focus on my social wellness took for me to realize that even though I tend to be more introverted, I can't go through life thinking that uh, about the experiences I'm no longer a part of, but I have to start developing my own experiences and really start investing in myself in that way. That was beautiful. Anybody else? Yeah. Okay, so my name is Akila Thomas. I am the membership director for the NCDAA. Um, the topic that I, <clears throat> excuse me, put down as my number one was social um, because of all parts of the wellness wheel, I feel like I'm working on all of them, but I picked social because it's the one that um, most recently has taking the biggest shift um, and uh, Darren kind of touched on it as well about like leaving college and kind of moving into a, a different stage in which you're um, you kind of have to reevaluate re your um, social wellness. Um, so one thing that I kind of took into account is that 
I feel like some people consider social wellness to be uh, quantity. Um, some people consider it to be quality, but I kind of think that the main focus in social wellness for me has been finding out what social wellness means for me because it's not going to be the same for everybody. So for me, um, because uh, you know, you could always think of it in terms of extrovert versus introvert, um, the different you know Myers Briggs personalities and things like that. But for me, um, I know that I am a, a, an extrovert with introvert tendencies. Um, so I know I personally need that balance between interacting with the individuals around me, um, having a healthy, open relationship with the people around me, but also having that time to myself to kind of focus on myself. I think if you get so deep into um, your uh, social interactions with other people, you kind of forget about uh, that. You kind of forget about the fact that the social part has to do with you intrinsically as well. Um, so I think it's kind of finding a balance for what you think is comfortable and what you think is healthy for a um, for social wellness. I mean, like I said, for me, it's finding a balance between um, spending time by myself and doing things alone and finding myself and uh, developing those relationships um, and also strengthening relationships around me um, and my social interactions um, through that time that I take to focus on myself as well that was awesome I really like the insight that you had about like the personal perspective oh. to it, you know it adds a nice twist to to what Darren says it complimented complimented his comments well Bong all right hello everyone my name is Bong I'm the chair of the NCDAA uh, an alumni of the Alpha Zeta chapter at Indiana University um, I am quite excited to be speaking um, on behalf of the financial health portion of the wellness wheel. Now, uh, I know it's, it sounds kind of boring, I guess, but for me personally, it was really um, important that I focused on my financial health, especially coming out of college. Growing up, um, you know, with my family and our background, we didn't have a lot. So just the fact that my family had to work really hard to get me through college, um, I wanted to make sure that I you know, didn't mess it up in, in any way. The, and the biggest thing, um, I guess, stressor for myself and a lot of people out there uh, would be the, the, the debt that people our age are in. Um, and you know, people who are maybe older as well are still paying off their school debt. So moving forward, um, I wanted to really, you know, especially in school, I didn't learn much about financial health other than basic accounting skills. So knowing that, um, I really did my research and, and, and sought out experts in the field um, in the Indianapolis area to really teach me about what I can do to build my financial health. And the first thing for me was just holding myself accountable, especially with my, my spending, making sure that I, I'm keeping on top of that, knowing that if I'm able to spend, then I can spend it, knowing that if, you know, knowing exactly when I shouldn't, um, and really knowing how to save as well. Uh, and then on top of that, just making sure that I'm keeping and planning ahead, uh, budgeting for my my bills, budgeting for my, um, to pay off business costs uh, so that I do have enough to pay off my school debt. And if I can, um, my goal is to pay everything off at you know a certain time. So, you know, there's really a lot more to financial health um, that, I can really cover in this topic, you know, going from starting an LLC to an escort for yourself, you know, just knowing enough about taxes so that you don't fall behind on taxes um, as you are going through. Um, so I think that for me, it was such a big focus, but I do advise people that, you know, don't just focus on the financial side, um, the financial health, uh, even, even though your finances do 
bleed into your you know your physical health your mental health it, it pays for and it budgets for you know other aspects of your life don't just focus on that um, if you do spend some time on it spend a little bit each day I think that my philosophy is the more you pay attention to your bank account, the more money that flows in. And I mean that in the sense that you aren't spending without knowing where you're at. So again, I would love to, to talk more about this with all of you. Um, so if you are curious about financial health, please reach out to me. Other than that, um, that's all I have. Very well spoken. Paula? Hello, everyone. My name is Paula Kaiser, and I am the Outreach and Recruitment Director so the piece that I was assigned was the environmental aspect of the wellness wheel. So the part that I focused on in regards to environmental was I'm actually a seventh grade language arts teacher in the Cleveland area. So one of the books that my students are reading is all about pollution and recycling. So one of the different ways that I am incorporating environmental into my life now is just it's very eye-opening throughout that book and throughout the research that my students are doing in regards to that book and our, the other things that we're doing in class where it's definitely very eye-opening where my students are doing research projects on how the environment would be different if we even just um, sorted paper differently or if we um, sorted our plastic bottles out instead. So that's one of the aspects that I'm trying to incorporate into my classroom is even though we have a recycling bin, what actually counts as recycling in our room, that just throwing your Gatorade bottle in the paper recycling bin doesn't actually count as that. So just trying to teach my students about that. So it's kind of in both my life and in my professional life as well, where I'm able to incorporate the wellness wheel, which I think really encompasses the whole idea where you're able to take different parts of the wellness wheel and see how it fits into your life and your professional life. That's awesome. And I, I couldn't agree more because we talk about, I think all of us have had this theme so far of like education, whether we're educating ourselves more on that topic or um, educating others. And I think it's so interesting to have it be twofold where you're making a difference in your life, but also in others directly, you can see that impact happening. So um, with time, if not immediately, but with time, anybody else? Hello. I'm Mark Renault, one of the two governors in the NCD. After finishing my master's degree and becoming a governor, my wife and I have been focusing on our financial health. We make sure to spend time working through our budget and evaluating priorities in our spending. This is important to us because we are looking forward to having our second child this coming winter and want to make sure that we are being fiscally responsible. For us, this can range from adding money into a retirement or 529 college account to saving money to travel and do fun things as a family. An improvement like this is something that takes time and constant evaluation of our needs. My wife and I are looking forward to continuing this journey on financial health as we welcome a new addition into our family. Thank you. Um, so then just a few points that I was um, taking down at, as you were all was speaking so eloquently about um, the, the sections of the wellness wheel that you chose. I think in college overall, it's interesting that we get so focused on what we're involved in or focused on our majors or our work study positions that sometimes we, we lose sight of our wellness, be it physical, be it social, be it financial. And this is such a unique opportunity for us as alumni to come together because we have 
quote unquote, the time to dedicate towards these things now, whether it's a new, a new slot in your day where you can attend a weekly chapel session, or um, it's re rethinking about what you're doing in a classroom and you're, you're teaching others, or um, reevaluating your, your background in financial well-being or um, your current environment in social health. And I think it's important for us to remember that we can, we can surround ourselves if we start to feel overwhelmed with those on a team that can complement some things that we might be lacking. So for instance, I think of the NCDAA as like my squad, my buddies, my team. And so while each of us is focusing just on one, one tiny area, um, and even that can be overwhelming at times, I think when you think of it as a big picture and you surround yourselves with those you want to be by, um, those that you want to be like and those that are doing great things and striving for things that you wish that you could contribute in your own life um that we can really just we can complement each other so well and really accomplish great things so um i just want to thank you all for um being part of this first podcast and giving another brief introduction and being so transparent with the ncdaa and i hope that this is a great start to our podcast series and continue the continuation of our self-care sundays and um, thank you. AEA, y'all. Love you.